Pakistan now, where a police investigation is underway a day after a suicide bombing ripped through a crowded mosque in Peshawar. The attack killed 100 people, mostly policemen, and comes amid a surge in violence against officers. There has been a security lapse somewhere. I'm not saying that there was no such lapse. Yes, there has been a lapse and an inquiry is underway about that. An investigation is also going on separately. Local Police Inspector General Moazam Jar. Mehreen Zara Malik is the Pakistan editor of Arab News and she joins you from Islamabad. Thanks for coming on RM Breakfast, Mehreen. Thanks for having me, Patricia. Is there any indication of how the attack happened or how the bomber got in? Um, so, of course, all the information we have, we have it from police and from security forces. Um, the Provincial Inspector General of Police, he told reporters this afternoon uh, that security checks were done only at the entrance gate of the compound. So where the attack took place is this colonial era self-contained enclave in the city centre that has the residences of middle and low-ranking police officials, their families, and it also houses the headquarters of the provincial police force. So one would assume that security there would be really high, but um, we, you know, we had this staggering revelation today that uh, security checks were just being done at the entrance gate. And so what investigators believe at the moment uh, is that, you know, uh, the suicide bomber came in in the guise of someone's guest and that explosive materials were brought in little by little over a longer period of time. Um, and uh, the militant then blew himself up inside the mosque. He was part of the congregation uh, that was saying the afternoon prayer. So it, of course, begs the question of whether the attacker got inside help. But um, this is also an area that sees about 1,500 to 2,000 people daily coming in uh, because it has the offices of the, you know, the, the top, police officer in the city and the senior superintendent of police, as well as, you know, of course, the homes of so many policemen. So people are coming in to register complaints with police. They're coming in to see family. So it's not that difficult to get in, I suppose. Mm, Okay, but there is the suggestion now that it was some inside help made it uh, potentially possible. Yes, but I, I think that we have to wait for the investigation. There've, multiple investigation teams have been set up. Um, and I, I mean, I, I understand we can't rule that out, uh, the, 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 <clears throat> the suggestion of inside health, but we'll have to wait for the investigation to know uh, what really happened. Do we know who's behind the attack? The Pakistan Taliban claimed to have carried out the bombing, but this was later denied by the militant group and blamed on a splinter faction. What do we know? Yes. So the most active uh, militant group in the area is the Pakistani Taliban, also <clears throat> the TTP, uh, which is, you know, an umbrella group of Sunni and sectarian factions which are trying to impose Sharia law in the country. Their main faction has said it's not involved and that they consider attacks on sacred places like mosques um, and impeachable crime. But one TTP commander of another faction has claimed responsibility Um, on Twitter. His account has since been suspended. Uh, Police have also said that the militant outfit, the Jamaatul Arar, could be involved. And that's another splinter faction of the Pakistani Taliban that operates in both Afghanistan and Pakistan and has claimed responsibility for many deadly attacks in the past. Um, So, I mean, I, I would say that while the TTP as a group has denied responsibility, 
This attack, of course, has all the imprints because they've carried out many similar attacks in the past. Um, and attacks by them have been on the rise since November when they called off a truce with the government uh, that was signed last year in May. Militant activity has been on the rise in the country. Is the military mm. prepared to handle these kinds of threats? Well, um, after a series of military operations in Pakistan that began in 2014, a majority of the militants operating, TTP militants, Pakistani Taliban militants in particular, that were operating in the northwestern regions, including uh, Peshawar and, you know, the tribal areas that border Afghanistan, they were either killed or forced to flee to hideouts in neighboring Afghanistan. And there's no doubt that Pakistan saw many years of relative calm after that with few militant attacks. A much improved security situation, better economic indicators, interest from investors, etc. But since the Afghan Taliban's takeover of uh, Kabul, uh, where many of the deadliest TTP commanders were harboring, uh, no doubt things have gone from bad to worse. So I do think the military has the capability to take on this challenge, but we are also in a moment of deep political crisis in Pakistan. Um, deep political uncertainty, political polarization, and as the defense minister said in parliament today, it'll be impossible to take on this new security challenge unless there's a real political consensus in the country, which given the way things stand now, is would be very hard to achieve. So that political consensus can't be achieved. Where does that leave uh, people in Pakistan? In a, in a really bad place, in fact, because, you know, we are also a country that is in the midst of a deep economic crisis. Um, we have an IMF mission that is here, at, arrived this early this morning, and the government is desperate to unlock, you know, the latest tranche of a loan bailout, which has been stalled since October. We've had, we're, we're facing multi-decade highs of inflation. We've got, um, you know, foreign exchange reserves to cover barely three weeks of imports. It's a really, really bad time. And this is a moment when the Pakistan government desperately needs to focus on the economy, on uplifting people out of poverty, of taking care of millions of people affected by devastating floods this summer. And here we are with a serious security situation at our hands uh, at a moment of deep political crisis. So it's not a great place to be in. No. Maureen, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you. Maureen Zara Malik is the Pakistan editor of Arab News. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.